the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in to Rob Black and the Money. I think I feel like I'm dying this morning. It's Friday. I love Fridays in a good way. They're Aloha Fridays. No work till Monday. I figured out last night that this week, Monday through Thursday, I worked 64 hours. Again, I'm not digging ditches. I'm not murdering people. I'm not breaking rocks. So it's not that tough. With that said, the stock market's easy pleasy it's a ton of love right now it's it's all good if you know what i'm saying so it's it's fun work it's work that doesn't necessarily kill you it's work that you think about and you enjoy i don't know it's a, a good stock market makes things a lot easier if you know what i'm saying With that said, let's talk about the stock market. Let's talk about investing. Let's talk about getting into retirement. I literally got an email this week from a guy who twists balloons for a living. Something you should know about me is I worry about guys who twist balloons for a living. I'm like, that's kind of a whack career, but I'm willing to think about it. Like I'm willing to say, you know, let's 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 think where's this where's this going. We're all different people. Some of us twist balloons. Some of us are housewives. Some of us are teachers. We're all very, very different people, in my opinion. Um, something that we need to think about is retirement. And it's no fun to think about retirement. There's going to come a day when I don't want to get up Monday through Friday. I'm pretty much so done with radio. Like, I enjoy it. But at the point where I, if I don't get help doing it, it's just not worth doing. There'll come a point in all of our lives where, you know, it's like I'm no longer fixing someone's toilet last second on a Saturday. I want to sleep in on a Saturday. There'll come a point in your life where you're like, you know what? I'm tired of being the housewife and, 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 and fixing everything up. I no longer want to do it. I, I want someone to take care of me instead of taking care of others. We all hit a wall at some point in time, and that's what the show's really about. 
It's getting you to retirement. Yesterday, I said something interesting to Catherine Hayden, who I love. She's slightly older than me. We could have a November, April kind of relationship. I think she is fantastic. I'm like, what are you doing this weekend? And she's like, I'm going to, you know, XYZ restaurant. She's going to French Laundry with girlfriends. I'm like, you know, I like a good taqueria. We're all different. We're all different. And all I want to do is get you to retirement. I've done the French Laundries of the world in my 20s and 30s. And I, yeah, I don't care anymore. Like, it's really, really nice. But at some point in time, you just have to say, you know what? It's just food and it ain't that difference in a good taqueria. I love really good food. I love cooking. My mother was Southern. She taught me how to cook. Even more importantly, she taught me how to prepare food, which I think is more fun than cooking. How to clean up is almost as good as eating. I got a very East Coast thing going in my head. So the 12% rally in the S&P 500 since November has pushed optimism now to a level last seen when the U.S. stock market began its biggest retreat since 2009. We're a little too optimistic right now. And that's starting to make me a little bit nervous. Yesterday, we were like, let's sit in the stock market, hire Italy and, you know, XYZ, Spain borrowed money easily. I like it. Trust me, I'm not poo-pooing the stock market. It's nice to see. I'm happy for you. You feel a little bit wealthier. You're going to be sweet on your wife this weekend. You're going to start thinking about retirement plans. You're going to start thinking about vacation plans. You're going to sign up for Daddy and Me Soccer, in large part because the stock market's up. Some reports this morning really give us a negative feel. And that's not so bad, because trust me, we've had such a good start to the year. We're up 3% for the year. If we were to keep this pace, what would we be up, you know? Give me just a second, 78% or something like that? It's too much. It's too optimistic. We're going to have bad days. It's Aloha Friday. I'm not working until Monday. And that's the way it's going to come and go at times. We got tepid demand out of Italy's bond auction today. You got JP Morgan earnings report, which failed to meet expectations. Today's not as good as yesterday. Today's not glory, glory, hallelujah. That's okay. For the year, we're we're where we want to be. We're not panicked. For the year, we're thinking about how to position our portfolio. We're taking bad news in stride. You know, yesterday we had a jobs report that honestly wasn't the greatest. It wasn't bad. But it was nothing right home to mom. Dear mom, this is the greatest jobs report ever. There was nothing right home about. So the Dow's down 1%. The Nasdaq's down 1%. The S&P 500's down one, a little bit more than 1% today. We are having a good fundamental psychological start to the year. Funny headline of the morning. Enraged Chinese shoppers pelted apples. Flagship Beijing store with eggs. Shoving matches broke out with the police on Friday when customers were told the store would not begin sales of the iPhone 4S as scheduled. There's something 
funny. As a guy who lives in the Bay Area in a very sophisticated, high-end market, thinking that people are throwing eggs at a store because they don't have iPhone 4Ss? Come on, that's funny, right? Please. If there's one person in the world who cares about what I do, write me an email and say, that's funny. This is a lonely, lonely job at times. And I assure you, my management doesn't appreciate me, nor do they understand me. But Apple saying that a fracas at its stores, a fracas, broke out is funny. It, it makes me smile. The phones are available online, just not in stores. Sales at Apple's other stores in Beijing and in Shanghai went a lot more smoothly. Stock sold out quickly. So they pulled out an announcer with a bullhorn, and he told the store crowd that the phones would not go on sale as planned and that they should leave. The crowd became unruly. Scuffles break out between security staff and shoppers, many of whom had waited overnight in freezing weather. Police had to drag people away. Now do you know why I'm investing in Apple? People cry. They suffer through cold and hunger. And they're not going to sell to us? Why? 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 I don't care. To me, there's something wonderful. There's something beautiful. You know how much a 4S cost in Chinese yuan? Almost $1,000 to you and me. Unfortunately, they were unable to open their store. The snafu has hit the microblog world. And again, this is what I do for a living. I love what I do for a living. I'm sorry management doesn't understand that it takes effort, work, pain, suffering. It takes, you know, a ton of quality to make this sound good every day. With that said, you can find me at Rob Black Show, because I'm not going to be on radio forever, both on Twitter and at YouTube, Rob Black Show. Find me at Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. You're listening to All Things Financial on AM 1220, the one, the only, KDOW. Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, finance, and much, much more. I love you. I've always said that I will continue to do radio as long as there's an audience. I'm starting to get to the point where I don't even know if that's possible. I work at a company where one boss is telling a staff member, oh, yeah, you're going to get a promotion. (laughs) To one person, he's telling another person, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I hate, I love radio, but management tends just to mess things up. It becomes, we need to find a way to make ourselves more important. So we just, we mess things up. I love television in large part. It's filled with a lot of smart people. I love internet television startups. 
in large part, they see a vision of the future. I'm pretty frustrated right now. I love what I do. I'm a guy who can talk money investing. I can look at a story like a Bill Gates-backed effort to wipe out polio. It's got a huge boost in India. In the last year, no new admission, no new revelation of any kid with polio. That's amazing. In 10 to 20 years, I want to talk, who are we going to remember more? Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. India's success shows that eliminating the disease is possible if there's a political will, if there's quality immunizations, if there's a determination. India, as a nation, has said, we back this. They've got a political resolve, a moxie, if you will. India is going to be declared free of polio if it goes two more years without cases. This almost makes me cry with happiness. First and foremost, a germ should not paralyze children. And what we have is a germ that paralyzes children. Last year, more than 350,000 children become, became paralyzed in the world, 125 countries, in a disease that we can beat with simple, simple technology that was created 70 years ago. Now, a couple of years ago, people said, you know, in India, polio couldn't be stopped. In a country where 65% of the people lack a toilet, you can't stop it. There's going to be germs that eradicate people. India. 500,000 children die each year from diarrhea or diarrhea-related illnesses. Polio virus is shed by infected people in feces, and it can spread as, you, as a result of poor sanitation and hygiene. Slumdog Millionaire, you know the little kids? Oh, I wake up and poo-poo. And then 20, 30 years later, they got jobs. This is what, this is an amazing, amazing thing Bill Gates has made an initiative of. The Global, Global Polio Eradication Initiative. I bring this up because this is what I do for a living. Who are we going to appreciate more in 20 to 30 years? Bill Gates? Who's helped saved hundreds of and thousands and millions of children worldwide for being paralyzed? Or Bill Gates because I've got a really cool iPad? I think it's worth arguing about. Bill Gates, the billionaire, contributes about $150 million of his own wealth every year to the cause through his foundation. Has made things like eradication of polio a top priority. Now, 10, 20 years ago, you'd go, I don't like Bill Gates. He's evil. He sells. And I get it. At least he's doing something smart with us. Or at least you can honestly say no children in the world deserves to take a germ and become paralyzed. 
on something that we can eradicate as a world. This is a hell of a good story. This is something that we can say, I appreciate that. Who will you appreciate? Drop me an email. Drop me an email and say, you appreciate Bill, you appreciate Steve. In the next couple weeks, next couple months, I know the show's on podcasts. I know people will hear it down the road. On December 30th, I read a list of exchange-traded funds on how to balance portfolio or how to do different portfolios. And I got probably 45, 50 emails the next day. And we probably got another 45, 50 emails since then saying, back on December 30th, you did a show where you talked about different portfolios and how to set up an income portfolio or growth and income or growth, a balanced portfolio. I'll still send that list out to you. But I would, I'd be interested. Who are you going to appreciate 10, 20 years from now? Bill Gates, who's taking his wealth and, and making it a priority to fight global issues. He's no longer at Microsoft. Well, he's at Microsoft. He's not at Microsoft. He's no longer CEO of the company. His last 20, 30, 40, 50 years on the planet, he wants to do good things. Or are you going to push Steve Jobs? And, and his vision will change the way we watch TV. His vision will change the way we, we play with computers. Not necessarily his vision, but his sales pitch of that vision. I'm not knocking Bill Gates. I'm not knocking Steve Jobs. I'm not throwing out an opinion. I want you to think for a moment about the world you live in and think about the world of investing. Why it's a great thing. Why it's a horrible thing. Why do you listen to shows like this? Because you want to get to retirement? Max out your 401k, your 403b, or your 457. Period. Joe from Fremont, stop calling. I don't want to listen to you. There's people out there who think that maxing out your 401k is a bad idea because there's a sales pitch from an insurance industry that says buy our whole life annuity, our universal life, which you don't need life insurance for your whole life. I'll read an email when I come back from a guy who's a client of Chad Burton's, from a guy who's a client of Tony Mendez's. He's been listening to the show for 10 plus years, and he's asking a question about life insurance. Well, I, I can sum it up right now. He's successful. He's 40 plus years old, not 50. He's, he's in his 40s. Do you need life insurance for your whole life? No. You need wealth at the end of your life so you can live off it till the day you die. You need insurance while you're accumulating wealth in case something goes bad with your plan. You need insurance on your house in case a tree hits it. You need insurance on your car in case a tree hits it. Because there's crazy trees out there, which we don't like. We don't like crazy trees and we don't like dolphins. You need life insurance in case you go swimming this weekend and a dolphin decides to, to murder you. Because dolphins do that. You need insurance for worst case scenarios. Every other use of insurance. AM 1220, KDOW. On a safe at Phone lines are now open. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I'm a pretty weird dude at times, I think. In the sense that, you know the one thing I hate the most? Is apathy. As a child, the thing that scared me the most, it wasn't Freddy Krueger. It wasn't Jason Voorhees. It was a room that was totally dark. It was the fear of going across and bumping into something. I've got a great story. And I never know when my last area is going to be. Because management doesn't get quality at times. When I was a child, my brother David was my favorite brother. James David Black. Um, he's my big brother. I had a dad who was an alcoholic, and he wasn't a bad alcoholic. He was just an alcoholic. He was a military dude who I remember as a big green suit. I so badly wish that he would have taken off that suit and just worn a, plant, a, a plaid shirt, a flannel shirt. I so badly wish he would have just talked to his kids. But I remember him as a big green suit. I had a brother, David. And to sum up my childhood fear, and it, it wasn't great. It didn't override me. I didn't clutch the car seat. I didn't, you know, I'm not talking big drama here. But I remember going to bed at night and, and like, big dark rooms scared me. Like, probably the scariest thing for me to do as an adult would be put me in someone else's basement in the middle of the night to sleep. I don't like it. If I can't see something, I imagine something. And worse yet, sometimes you have to transverse. You have to jump across that dark room. So me and my brother David, we used to do this thing where he was six years older than me. And uh, he took good care of me as a brother. My brothers were my father on a lot of levels. They taught me a lot of, about love, a lot about school, a lot about education. We would do a game, and he lived in a basement. In my home, <laughs> he's not like he wasn't locked into. It. it wasn't like that kind of situation, okay? But he took the he always took the cool room. He always let his little brothers have the the the, the norm room up by mom and dad. So he'd always take like the odd place. But he took the the basement one year. We we're living in Virginia, and as a military family, I grew up in sixteen places in eighteen years. Now, some people love that. Some people hate that. I don't have a best friend from elementary school that used, we used to go, you know, hang out in woods with. I had 16 sets of friends in 18 years. But my brother David, the cool thing was always hanging out with your big brother. He'd give you a break from your father. When you have an alcoholic father, he's just not, he doesn't, he's just not there. And it's a story that I've done a couple times now this week. Binge drinking in America, 17.1% of Americans binge drink. It's a story, uh, uh, the big uh, sports agent, Lee Steinberg, the first super agent, 
represented Joe Montana, Warren Moon, eight number one draft picks. Alcohol destroyed him. So as a kid, you just, you know, your, your dad's not there. And consistency is the king. If you're going to be a parent, be consistent. If you want to be mean, be consistently mean. If you want to be loving, be consistently loving. Just be consistent. Your kid will, needs that. So my brother David had this room downstairs. And it was incredibly dark. And we used to play a game where we'd throw tennis balls. And I don't know what this game was, but we'd try to hit each other as hard as we could. So on occasion, you'd hear this tennis ball like smash next to your head, and it's funny. No one was hurt in, the, in, the, in these games, okay? It's not like we were hitting each other with baseball bats. But one thing that we would do, which was funny, was we would try to scare each other. And again, he's five, six years older than me. And I remember crawling across the floor in the middle of the dark, hand over hand, fist over fist, foot over foot, crawling across the room. And then one night, my head hits his head halfway through the room, and I about peed my pants in fear. Because when you're five, six years younger, the only way you can get a good shot in is, is close up. But in a totally dark room, you can't get close up without taking that chance of traversing a dark room. The one thing I hate as I've aged are people who are impassive, who are perfunctory, who are apathetic. I don't care where you are in the world. Just don't be apathetic. I, I like people who go with the flow. I like people who are aroused. I like people who are in control. I don't mind people who relax or who are anxious. I don't mind people who are worried. People who are apathetic. I got no space for you. I got nothing in my heart that makes any sense. In positive psychology, apathy is described as a result of the individual who feels that they don't possess the level of skill required to confront a challenge. I don't want that to be you when it comes to retirement, and I'm tired of seeing it. You know, I brought up Bill Gates versus Steve Jobs today as a point of saying, you know, who are you going to like more in 10, 20 years? There's no right answer. Just have a thought in your head. Go with the flow. If you want to control the conversation, say, Rob, you're being a jerk head for not talking about the stock market today. That's fine. If you want to be aroused by the question, I think that's great. If you want to get anxious by my thought on when you're 60, you don't want to live on Social Security. So what's your plan? Do you have something to supplement? If you're cool with it and you want to go surfing today, I'm fine with that. Just in your head, know that you possess a level of skill to confront the challenge of retirement. That's the one thing I do on the show. You're not helpless. And your little dreams about going to work for another company, your little dreams about, I'm going to do this one day, confront them now. There's no universal doom out there. There's no default mode of failure. We live in a wonderful, wonderful time. And you can... Do what you need to do. Don't be apathetic. You know, when I see someone broken down on the side of the road, I stop. The one thing I will never, ever do 
is feel that I can't confront a challenge. The one thing my dad put in me is confront a challenge. The one thing my family put in me is confront a challenge. We're not big huggers. We're not big kissers. We leave that up to the Italians. I'll be here all day. With that said, I'm not apathetic, and I hate people who are. I hate people who come to work on a daily basis and like, well, this is good enough to get by for me. We have a challenge. Make radio as great as possible. We have a challenge. Let's bring in some really super high-quality shows. We have a challenge. Let's get to retirement. What's your challenge to today? Bill Gates is like, you know what? I don't need to be super computer nerd geek guy anymore. I got enough money that I can fight polio. A germ that, that puts hundreds and thousands of children in a wheelchair for their life that doesn't need to. What's your challenge? Don't be apathetic. It's the one thing I hate. If I could figure out a way to euthanize people who are apathetic, it's disgusting. So change the news. A lot of national parks are open this weekend for free. Absolutely free. Smell the sweet air this weekend. Go visit a national park. Whether it's Yosemite in California, whether it's the Everglades in Florida, whether it's Yellowstone in Wyoming, free. It's a promotion by the Park Service to honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I'm not working Monday. Why? Because of Martin Luther King. A lot of people get that. A lot of people don't. The MLK Memorial in Washington, D.C. is always free. But if that's part of his legacy... I think it's amazing. American parks open for free. Get outdoors, people. Go see this beautiful country we live in for free. I think that's wonderful. So um, it's promotion by the Park Service. There's 14 free admission park days in the year. There's National Park Week, which is April 21st through the 29th. There's Get Outdoors Day, which is June 9th. I know you're saying we, we live in a world where there's a Get Outdoors Day. It's a hell of a lot better than living in a world with polio. National Public Lands Day is September 29th. Veterans Day, all free. So if you don't get out this weekend, make a reservation. Think about camping. Think about touring. Think about taking a holiday. You know what I love about Europeans? They, they, they refer to taking a vacation as taking a holiday. I refer as taking a vacation as taking a holiday. I'm funny as hell on my vacation days. Because I'm like, it's a holiday. This weekend, save money. Go to a national park. Think about Martin Luther King. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more on AM 1220. KDOW. Clean, I bet you change your wardrobe. 
Here at AM 1220 KDOW, it's always time to make money. No matter what time it is. Weekday afternoons at 3. Make your money whether the markets are up or down with Power Trading Radio. Powered by Online Trading Academy. At 4, Invest Talk with Steve Peasley is taking your calls and guiding you to profits. Then at 5, Market Wrap with Mo Ansari wraps up the stock and commodities market activity today. And the outlook for making money tomorrow. So tune in and drive home a little richer weekday afternoons only on AM 1220. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Four traits that I value the most in people are pretty funny. And I strive for these four traits to be the best they can be in me, but they're not always. Four traits that I value in a human being are honesty, loyalty, rigor, and tenacity. Whether it's the person that I marry, whether it's my child, whether it's people I work with, people I work for, whether it's the, the people I meet in the world, my friends, my family, my loved ones, my coworkers. The only thing I appreciate is honesty, loyalty, rigor, and tenacity. Americans are tenacious, and I love Americans for that. We're soft at times, no doubt. We're rigorous. We can dig deep. Honesty speaks for itself, right? Like, I have no time for lying. There's things that I hate that you're clearly starting to understand is apathy. I can't work in an apathetic environment. I can't do it. A, I'm too wealthy, and B, I'm too tired of it. Like, I don't need that crap. I've always said that when I leave radio, I'm going to go coach Little League soccer. I've always said when I leave radio, I'm going to say good things about my brother David. Going to get that good vibe out there. Because you never know. When your last broadcast is. I've got a great channel on YouTube. I'm incredibly proud of. Do me a favor this weekend and check it out. It's going to be another month, two months, three months before I really figure it out. Before I really figure out a tripping mechanism to, to feed you this content. But it's at YouTube under Rob Black Show. I couldn't be prouder of it. Like Every now and then, it took me about a year to figure out how can I do daily video updates so that because I know we live in a video world. I know we live in a visual world. How can I stimulate people to think about money and investing in a good way? So I, I, I created a channel at, at YouTube called Rob Black Show. You need to subscribe to it. Um, it's my future. I will do radio as long as I have management around me that cares, management around me that isn't apathetic. Because trust me, when I took this job over a year ago, I said, give me minimum wage. But give me one person, one person five days a week who knows what they're doing and who can make me better. I can't get that consistency. 
I don't know why. It's the most fr- I, I worked with Rick last year. A guy who was overweight, who had a heart attack, a guy that had been divorced. On a lot of levels from the outside, you would have thought he was like that lucky loser kind of guy. On a lot of levels from the outside, you would have been like, ah, life didn't turn out terribly well for him, but he's a good guy. I'll drink a beer with him. That guy was tenacious. He was rigorous. He was honest. And he was loyal. I had a boss last year who was like, I need you to spy on Rob Black, and if he ever says anything crazy, report it to me. And Rick's like, F you. And I love that. My boss, Craig, told another employee to spy on me and to report anything I say. A, that's illegal. But who cares? I miss Rick so much because he was honest, he was loyal, he was rigorous, and he was tenacious. With that said, um, let's talk a little bit about investing. Shall we? Headlines are hinting at several Eurozone downgrades. The Euro is losing ground to the dollar today. JP Morgan Chase quarterly report is disappointing. Consumer sentiment survey from University of Michigan proves pleasing. It's a weekday on Wall Street. Gold and silver fall into new session lows. One thing that I like to do on this show is sometimes not point out how to succeed. It's how not to fail. President Barack Obama is asking Congress for greater power to shrink the federal government. His first idea is merging six sprawling trade and commerce agencies. While overlapping programs can be baffling to businesses. Uh, He's right. Obama's going to call on Congress to give him a type of reorganizational power last held by President Ronald Reagan when he was in power. I just found out that's a weird thing to say while he was in power. The Obama version would be a so-called consolidation authority allowing him to propose mergers that would promise to save money and help consumers. The deal would entitle him to an up or down vote from Congress in 90 days. Step in the right direction. Is it an election year issue? I don't know. The voters, people are tired of dysfunction. Obama wants to show some action. And maybe for better or for worse, you know, our government is absurdly inefficient. And the thought of absurdity is is something we don't really grasp. The death of a child is absurd. It makes no sense. A person who has to bury their own child, it's absurd. So when we're talking about government powers and government efficiency and to use the word absurd, it's a powerful word. Do you see how that that same word, the death of a child, burying your own child, is absurd? And then do you say government inefficiency is absurd? It's a powerful word. It's something we shouldn't use lightly. With that said, I love you. My goal is to get you to retirement. One of my bosses here likes a radio program. (laughs) What's funny is this company has changed their name five times. How, How bad are they? They've changed their name 
five times for legal reasons for marketing. Oh, what I deal with. AM 1220, KDOW. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. It's Friday and it feels like Friday. It's a little bit of Aloha Friday. No work till Monday, Tuesday. We've got Martin Luther King Day on Monday. We should all stop and think about it. It may not ring true to you, but think about why it rings true to other people. I don't work on MLK. I honor something that I think was very unique. A very clear and concise voice. Something that we can't be terribly clear and concise on is Tim Tebow changing the topic, right? We're going to watch this weekend, and I don't know about you, but I'm strangely pulling for him. Last hour, I started with Steve Jobs has probably gone down in history for creating one of the greatest companies and greatest set of products on, on the planet, right? He was very much so a driving force. Bill Gates has probably eradicated polio in India or helped to a nation that's gotten behind a germ that paralyzes children, and they've eradicated it. Thank whoever you want to thank. I think it's wonderful. This hour, and I asked you last hour, who's better, Steve or Bill? Who are we going to remember historically as relevant in our lives? I honestly think there's a pretty good chance we're talking about Bill Gates in 10, 20 years and not Steve Jobs. I like Steve. Trust me. I didn't realize that, you know, when he died back in October, I believe, that it was going to hit me as big as it did. As a child, I had a dream of coming to California. Probably he was tied a little bit to that. The innovation of Silicon Valley. I had a, I had a childhood dream of moving here. I wasn't born here. So who are we going to remember better in 10, 20 years? I'm starting to get an inkling. It may be Bill. And that, that, again, that goes to show you that investing's funny. Sometimes we change our opinions. Sometimes we evolve our opinions. And sometimes we're just flat out wrong. Tim Tebow is somebody we don't understand as a nation. One week, we're like, he's awesome. And one week, he's terrible. And then he's awesome. There's just no damn consistency. 
I think today's theme of the show is Rob loves consistency. Rob hates apathy. Consistency is what we look for in athletes. So when you see someone who's inconsistent, it doesn't make sense. I was a big fan of the Green Bay Packers. I, I grew up overseas, and I learned how to read by following American sports teams. I had a big brother, David, who taught me how to read. So back in the 70s, I had a choice between the Yankees and the Indians. Who was I going to read the sports box score about every day? I had to choose one. He said, pick it carefully because it's going to be your team for the rest of your life. I chose the Yankees because in my head, the Yankees somehow beat the Indians in whatever war it was in the United States, right? Okay, maybe there wasn't a war in the United States, Yankees versus Indians, but in my head there was. I chose the Green Bay Packers because I like the color green. So I had to pick all my sports team living in foreign soil with no knowledge of how it was going to impact me for the rest of my life. I, don't, I really don't care about sports. I enjoy them. I participate in them. I, I think they're important. But I'm not one of those guys who lives vicariously through Tim Tebow. But right now I'm living vicariously through Tim Tebow. I'm an enigma. I'm eating my own tail. I'm a conundrum. I'm pulling for him in a straight. And again, if he, ultimately, maybe it's best for football if he loses because he's too inconsistent. We would hate to see him flop during the Super Bowl. But damn, would it be great to see him beat pretty boy Brady. Well, damn, it would be great for him to beat the machine, for him to beat the system. And what's funny is people are divisive on him because he's got a Christ thing. I appreciate all people, all shapes and sizes. I love you all. You know, we grew up in a world where we, we, we see Barbie. Sorry. I, I, I'm digging Tim Tebow, and I'm digging that he pisses people off, and I'm digging that people don't understand him, and I'm digging that if you watch the media, they don't know how to analyze him, the football media. You know, a brilliant game against Pittsburgh. Let's give the coach credit for that one, right? They stunned the Steelers. If they were to play that game 10 more times, the Steelers beat them 10 straight times. But somehow, someway, on any given Sunday, Tim Tebow looked like a hero. And all the power to him. And good golly, if, like, if he runs for 500 yards this weekend, that would be awesome. Because he threw for 300 last week. Like, if he does something different, like, I love it. Because it, got, it gets people thinking. You know, this year we're going to have the Supreme Court talking about Obamacare. It's going to happen during the summer. And I love it because how many Supreme Court justices are there? How are Supreme Court justices put in place? How long do they serve? Most Americans can't tell you what makes our country great. First person that could send me the Bill of Rights and write it with their own hand and what each bill means, I'll take to dinner. I'd prefer you be a good-looking woman, but I'll take to dinner anyone who can tell me the Bill of Rights and what they mean. You know, the Bill of Rights were put together in the Virginia Constitution before they were put together in the U.S. Constitution. What is the Bill of Rights? Why do we care? I will tell you this, I bet you a foreigner, someone born on foreign land, knows the Bill of Rights better than you, born in California. Because we take it for granted, we're apathetic. 
Anyway, I'm pulling for Tim Tebow. And I don't know why. And again, I'm a Packer fan, so ultimately I just want a fun Super Bowl. And I'm damn afraid of the Saints. <laughs> I don't think anyone is afraid of the Niners. They're underestimating, and that's kind of fun, too. My producer, i.e. board op, just accused me of picking the strongest team as a kid. Who knew the Yankees were such a kind of a, a poorly run of operation by the Steinbrenners? They weren't poorly run. He bought the best team he could buy. And there's one lesson I learned as a kid. Money means you never have to say no. And I, I, whether it's $8 at a restaurant or $8 million on a free agent, you never have to say no. So national parks are open for free this week in honor of Martin Luther King, whose birthday is celebrated Monday, January 16th. In all shapes, forms, and sizes, take advantage of this. We're having a dry year in California. From, in, from the East Coast, there's four seasons. There's winter, spring, summer, and fall. And I miss the seasons. California has two seasons. Rainy season and everything else. And we're not getting a rainy season this year, so it's becoming the, the kind of like the year of blah to me. I miss summer because it's hot and it kills the beauty of spring. I miss fall because it's old and cranky and it cracks summer. It's the season that can take summer and just crack it over its leg. And then winter kills everything. On the East Coast, it's incredible. Trees, no leaves, ground hard as a rock. Love how the seasons kill each other in the East. AM 1220, KDOW. AM 1220, KDOW traffic. Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now. Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Please, if I beg you one thing, it's don't be shy. This show desperately needs your opinions, your thoughts, your insights. I got an email from Mitch who said, I'm obsessed with the market. I trade every day. I'm listening to your program today. I'm digging it. Life is more than stocks. Yay. Got another email from Dave. Cool your jets, Francis. All of us lucky enough to have a job have had to work harder with less. If you're trying to hire your old producer, Heidi, I'm down with that. <laughs> Oh, good God. Um, you know, then I get an email from a guy in L.A. who's a balloon twister, and he loves the show. Then I get a guy who's been listening to me for 10-plus years. He used to listen to me doing, on, doing stock talk on CNET on the computer home every day. Now he listens to podcasts every other day. 
I had a question about life insurance. It's funny because some people know the show inside and out, and they could actually do my shtick before I do my shtick. He bought a 10-year term life insurance policy eight years ago because they had their first child. He was headed off to war in the reserves. It's time to renew that policy. I'm 40 years old. My wife is 42. His wife runs insurance at eSurance, which is pretty funny or pretty interesting. I know you're saying eSurance. How's that funny? I was actually interviewed to be the um, spokesperson for eSurance. And they gave the job to a ninja cartoon girl, which I'm okay with. I'm good with that. Um, I once interviewed, sometimes I do things for what I refer to as poops and giggles. Like, I want to see if I can do it. I interviewed at Cisco to be an internal spokesperson for internal videos. I'm not looking for money. I don't need money. I want to see if I can do things. Like, I like being interviewed. And I failed miserably. Like, I do some things really, really, really well. And some things I do very, very, very poorly in media. So I I thought that was pretty interesting. I got beaten out by a cartoon ninja chick. I'm okay with it. I was final four. Fox Business. I was going, I got interviewed as final three for a national program with Fox Business. And uh, they gave it to Dave, Dave Ramsey over me, who I think is, is, is physically fine, mentally fine, but fiscally retarded. He has no concept of how to grow money. And yet Americans love him. Dave, my husband stole my box of nickels, and he went out and bought ten beers and... Threw my trailer up and messed me up pretty good. What should I do? And then Dave Ramsey comes on and goes, Can't steal from Peter to pay Paul, and uh, that's just horrible. I'm so sorry to hear that, sweetie. You should sign up for my money class. Sign up for my money class. Have you figured, like, oh, God, Susie Orman, the woman who wears pants and shirts. She's got a new debit card out there that charges you $3 a month, which you don't need to pay $36 a year for, a debit card. She has sold her soul for the almighty do-re-mi, which for the record, maybe when I'm offered enough do-re-mi, I will sell my soul. But I, I came to Clear Channel and I said, I'll work for nothing. Anyhow. What's on your financial mind? Don't be shy today. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, Colbert, he's prepping to run for the presidency. Stephen Colbert has turned over his political action committee to John Stewart. Stewart happily signed the documents and accepted the post, which was ceremonially observed by the two holding hands and bodily transferring the PAC powers. I like Stephen Colbert because he makes fun of politics. And I think politics has earned its right to be made fun of. When I was a child, and to this day I still believe, you never make fun of the president, and you never say a disparaging word about him. 
But Stephen Colbert running for president is awesome. He had patriotically colored balloons released in studio, and he yells, I'm doing it. One day I'm running for mayor. Can't do it in my city because mayors are pointed here and they don't run. But that's fun. Some other big stories out there. And again, why do I want Stephen Colbert to run for president? He's showing people how ridiculous political action committees are, and he's showing people how ridiculous it is to run for president. I love this headline this morning. Word with Friends, the Scrabble-like game that got Alec Baldwin into a world of trouble. Thrown off of a plane. It saves lives. It's been updated with a medical alert system? No. But there is a story out there that the often played word game has helped someone save someone else's life. The other person who was playing received a message and he said, get to a hospital quickly because they were playing word with friends with a doctor. Big old blockage in someone's heart, but because he was playing a game on the mobile phone with a doctor, they were able to diagnose the scenario fast. Now, if that doesn't sound like a press release for Zynga, I don't know what sounds like a press release for Zynga. Is that a story? That is not a story. But that's what sometimes what Wall Street feeds you. What's on your financial mind? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. You can always email me, rob at robblack.com. You can find me at YouTube channel. YouTube channel. I've got my own YouTube channel now. Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Subscribe to it. Do me a favor. Make me more popular. Make me kind of a big deal. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. I'm kind of a big deal. What's on your financial mind today? Um, some other stories that are out there tied towards email. I'm going to be giving a speech to an insurance group later this year about the health care plan and Obama. April 19th, I'm talking to an educational forum. It's kind of funny because they've got presidential cabinet members. They've got policymakers. They've got uh, heads of hospitals, and they got me. What am I going to say to this group of people? <laughs> if you want me to speak to your group of people, let me know. You can let me know at robblack.com. Um, coming up, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the breaking stories that are out there. Things that you need to know, why you need to know. I'm Paul Twain, KDOW. lines are now open. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money, investing, and more. 
yeah, I will approve my time card with the company that I work with, Salem. It gives me a great microphone to talk to you. I never know if it's going to be my last show. I actually had a fight with my general manager yesterday, and it was pretty tense. Um, I just wanted to do a good show. There's two live shows at our company. One of them gets all the attention. One of them gets none. It's frustrating. Because I just want to do a good show. I do radio. I do television. I do internet. I came in and I said, you know, I work for minimum wage. Just give me some attention. Give the show some love. And it's brutal. But it's not just me. It's, it's other shows as well. You need success or failure starts at the top. It starts with management. So that's something I always will moan about, and I want you to learn that lesson again and again and again and again. If you're a manager, if your company fails, it's on you. America's getting fatter. That's an investment trend story. We have baby clothes now that are in husky size. America's believing more and more about genetic engineering. The day that I can buy a cat the size of a tiger, I'm doing it. And I can't wait for that day. America's wearing more and more flip-flops, and we shouldn't wear flip-flops. I came to California 10-plus years ago, and I said, you know, this whole East Coast thing of anger and driving up and down the beltway and stress, it's, it's too much for me. I want to wear flip-flops. So I wear flip-flops to work, and I wear flip-flops in cold weather, and people are like, aren't your feet cold? I go, no. I've got ugly feet, but I take care of my feet because I wear flip-flops. Americans are so lazy, we don't even visit our toes. And when we do, it's like, hey, it's that time of month to go visit my toes. I visit my toes weekly. Something I hate about America is retail sales. I'm not sure if you do or don't, but... Have you ever seen anyone at retail that has that head cashier tag? Anyone that's head cashier is like on a power trip. They've got way too much attitude for me. I'm a shy consumer. I don't like that kind of attitude. If I see a head cashier, I instantly go anywhere but. Recently, I've been accused of being a racist by one person, and it got in my head. And, you know, I started looking at things that I do in my life. And I kind of am a racist because I separate my whites from my, my coloreds in my, in my laundry. So in, in the world of laundry, I'm certainly, certainly a racist. Did you know that pandas poop 135 times a day? And what's intriguing about that is I've had some bad relationships with women. And I only poop up to two times a day. Could you imagine if your spouse went 135 times a day? Spouses are tough. Yesterday I, I recorded a, a video from Mevio. And I talked about divorce mediation. And some of you know and some of you don't know that when I was younger I was married to a Playboy model. And it was the worst thing in my life. It was the worst decision I've ever made. She was gorgeous, but she was part Indian, and she was an alcoholic. And I, I, I'm, again, maybe I'm being racist by bringing it up. I think she would have told you that. 
beautiful woman. And she'd been sober for five plus years. But being an alcoholic, she had a, a little bit of a, a chaos theme that ran through her life. She liked chaos. She thrived on chaos. We were married for less than a year. I remember how crazy it made me mentally. Like, I felt like a failure. In my life where I had created a billion-dollar business, I felt like a failure. In my life where I played collegiate soccer, I felt like a failure. Pretty rough. Knowing that your spouse, you know, has got a streak of crazy that gets them into trouble that I just don't want to be a part of. I don't want to raise kids with that. I don't want to live with that forever. So we ended the marriage quickly. My decision, not hers. We went through divorce mediation. We didn't get lawyers. I've got a friend who spent $30,000 plus on, on attorneys so far. Him and his wife hate each other. In the end, it's going to be almost $80,000 in lawyer fees to get divorced. She wants custody. He wants custody. She's crazy. Paternity to test here. Paternity to test there. Finger pointing, finger pointing, finger pointing. Divorce makes you crazy. And I was lucky enough to go through mediation. I've got brothers who are attorneys. Attorneys are important when you need them. Thank God they're there. Whether you're separating from your business or they're protecting your, your rights, thank God they're there. But I did a video yesterday, and, you know, again, I'm honest to a fault. I hear about, you know, learn how to invest schools. And I do a little research, and I find out they've changed their name five times, that the Better Business Bureau doesn't like them, that there's high-pressure sales tactics involved with their free lesson. You know, I actually know someone who went to a learn-how-to-trade school for a free event, and... There was pressure to buy a $4,000 second class. There was physical intimidation. If you're not going to sign up, get out of my room. And there was big security people there to help people out of the room. I'm never going to be that guy. Back to my story, though. I went through divorce mediation. And if, if you and your spouse are done... If you and your spouse don't love each other, if there's nothing left there, consider mediation. Because lawyers, they're not worth it in, in, in divorce. You're going to end up divorced. You're going to end up separate lives. It's funny because when I shoot in the video, I was like, I forget that I do a national video show, right? I get over a million hits a day on my video. So I do a national show. And again, it's probably some guy in Brazil who has the show on Infinite Loop. So trust me, I'm not power hungry with it. But if you're going to get a divorce, consider mediation. In large part, it's cheaper than attorneys. It helps get things done. They've seen it all before. Yeah, they know she cheated on you. Yeah, they know you cheated on her. Yeah, they know there's kids. One thing I advise women is don't go for the house in divorce because you're emotionally a wreck. The marriage didn't go like you wanted it to. It's not going to be a fairy tale. Trust me, I cried. It wasn't a fairy tale, and I, I wanted it to be. What did I do wrong? Why did I possibly, because she was crazy, and she was crazy good looking. So a mediator was able to save me enormous amounts of money, but also saved me a lot of pain later in the, the relationship. 
I still have a relationship with this person. I don't see her. I don't talk to her. I don't know her. But she's my ex-wife. So strongly, strongly consider a mediator. Don't spend the money on attorneys. You once loved this person. Don't spend money on attorneys. Attorneys have their place. And again, for women, don't go after the house in, reti- in, in the divorce. You know, a million dollars in the house, a million dollars in a 401k, don't take it. Don't take the house. A house is a liability. A house. But the kids grew up here. I just want to keep the kids in a stable place. Kids are dynamic. I lived in 16 places before I was 18. And yeah, I've gone through a lot of therapy. But kids are dynamic. They will readjust. It's a lot harder to save a million dollars for retirement than it is to find a place to live. Don't you miss slamming phones? I miss slamming phones. Remember when you'd be like on the phone and you'd be like, I, I hate you. And you'd like slam the phone down. And now because we have cell phones and made out of beautiful glass, we can't slam phones anymore. And I miss that. I remember when I was a child, we'd be like, let's go call grandmother. Wait, wait, wait till seven o'clock when it's cheaper. Wait, wait, wait till Sunday when it's cheaper. Do you remember when the phone was like this thing on the wall? So my next job after radio, whether it be next week or the week after, I'm opening up an optometry shop, an optometrist shop in Mexico. I'm calling it ay 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 ay. I'll be here all week. I'm not going anywhere. Have you ever had an MRI to see if you're claustrophobic? I did. And guess what? I'm claustrophobic. Uh, I remember when I was a fetus, I would sneak out and I'd steal stuff because I didn't have fingerprints while my mother was sleeping. I would sneak out. Hey, hey, where's my rim shot on that one? I remember when I was a fetus, I'd sneak out. Cause... <laughs> one more time. I remember when I was a fetus, I, well, I'd, while my mother was asleep, I'd sneak out. I'd steal stuff because I didn't have fingerprints. <laughs> oh, good God. You know, water parks when you're a child, they're like so much fun. Water parks when you're an adult. Water filled with pee. <laughs> totally different. Same thing. Different vision. Am twelve twenty. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial and much, much more. Friday, it's Aloha Friday. Monday's an off day. It's Martin Luther King Day. I strongly suggest you do. Perhaps the greatest American in our history. Let's go to Margaret Jackson. 
Margaret Jackson does a show here Friday evenings. I think it's evening, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, Friday late afternoon drive. Friday, I'm not sure. How would you describe your show, Miss Jackson? Um, I would describe it as an opportunity for people to get, I'm a tool person, Rob, and, I, and it's an opportunity to get tools and information to help you live a bigger future in terms of your professional career, business career, if you want to start a business. If you're in a business and maybe it's having struggles, but we're giving information that really supports the next Steve Jobs, the next you know, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Steve Jobs. You know, he was considered a jerk, you know, at work, but he got the job done, and he had some really cool methodologies that he used. You know, and so we try to give that information out on the show every week. In hindsight, one of the questions I brought up this morning, Margaret, was, "Who are we going to remember more in 10, 20, 30 years? Will it be Steve Jobs for the really cool products that he's introduced to our lives?" really thin computers, a different way of interacting with a computer with your fingers instead of a mouse? Or will it be Bill Gates who's helped eradicate polio in India? And I'm leaning towards Bill Gates. Like I'm, I think I'm leaving the Steve Jobs bandwagon. I'm, I'm going back to Bill. Right, right. Where right. do you stand? I think because we evolve between now and 10 years, um, and where we're going to be at, it really is dependent upon what people are doing. I think we're, we're creatures of evolution. And so um, what's the next best thing? I think we have our heroes through history. I think Steve Jobs is a hero. I think uh, Bill Gates is a hero. I, I think Oprah Win- Winfrey is a hero in media. I think to try to compartmentalize them and just or, or put them all in the same bucket and it's one person, I don't think so because this is my challenge to you. Here, here's a challenge for you, Rob, is that, if um, if Steve Jobs never did what he did, or Bill Gates never did what he did, who rivals them really in what they're doing? There's none. There, there's no one. And so you can only the only person who can be the best Rob Black, for example. No one rivals you because you when when you choose to soar, you're 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 the you know no one rivals Michael Jordan. So in that span of time, who's rivaling that person to the point that it gets us to think about? You know, they're doing the same thing as Steve Jobs doing. They're doing the same thing that Rob Black's doing. No, no one's your rival. You're it. And so in 10 years, you'll be my hero. <laughs> you know, my opinion on Michael Jordan was he was a ball hog. I'm probably sure the only was. person in the world who says that. He was a ball no. hog who could fly high above the city, but he was a ball hog. Which Yes, when he first started, and you and I are on the same page with that. I said that yesterday. I said I couldn't stand Michael Jordan because he was a ball hog when he first came into the NBA. But when he decided to become a team player, that's when they started winning. So who cares if you, if you get 60 points a game and you still lose the game? That's, you still lost. <laughs> so Martin Luther King once said, almost always the creative, dedicated minority has made the world better. And... In a strange use of the word minority, Steve Jobs was creative. He was dedicated. He was yes. kind of a, he was kind of an angry minority who made yes. the world better. Yes, he did. And, and everyone has that potential in them, and that's what Business on the Edge is about: is that tapping into your edge and potential, and do that. Because if you do that, you'll be one of the ones that we remember in ten years. So what do you have to say about Martin Luther King? I don't think it's a big secret you're a person of color. I'm a person who's incredibly white and pasty. I'd, li- I'd like your opinion. 
I think Martin Luther King set us on a course to think about color and and people as a whole, rather than just a person of color, but, but people coming together in terms of humanity. You know, he really didn't want um, a separation of, of, of blacks and whites, or, or, and that really was the question. It wasn't being separated from blacks and Hispanics or Asians. It was really this. He didn't want that. He wanted an opportunity for us to coexist because we all bring value to the, to the platform of this world. And if we can do that, and that's, that's the way that I feel about that, if we can do that, then we can all change something that we're doing. I, I, I love the diversity. I love color. I love, I love, you know, whites, blacks, Asians, Hispanics. What are you bringing to the table? Indians? I'm, I'm hey, like, hey, 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 let's not be crazy like the Indians. <laughs> I love it, you know. But that's <laughs> what it's about. We're, we're, we're people that bring different diversity to the table. Because we can't create a great world by ourselves. We have to work together to do that. And he was about unity in people, not just being about color. He just happened to be black and, and had something to say about it. I, I totally agree. And one of his my favorite quotes, and I like quotes because they, they just I, – I, I believe as a business person, we all should have 20 to 40 things that define us. Sure. And one of his is one of mine. It's uh, a man can't ride your back unless it's bent. That's right. That's it's right. so simple, but That's it's so right, right on. It's, That's right. Stand up straight. Be That's proud. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if people would stand up and have the courage to live their life to their full capacity, if everyone just in, in, in Silicon Valley maximized their potential, you tell me how great this valley would be. Totally agree. So um, we're down to about a minute, Margaret. Other than your show tonight from 6 to 7, Business on the Edge, mm -hmm. uh, anything that you need to promote, anything that you need to get the message out there? Yes, we're going to talk about the impact we made on our community last weekend with the Ignite Your Future Startup Small Business Seminar. I've got three guests coming on, including San Jose State's career development, um, Daniel Newell, who has some great information for businesses and how we can get involved and, and get interns into our businesses. That's free labor. Hello. <laughs> gotcha. So, Thanks very much. It's Margaret great. Jackson. You can hear her tonight from 6 to 7 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black. i got some seminars coming up in the Bay Area. You can learn more at robblack.com, robblack.com. Some seminars coming up in early February and early March. I'll talk to you soon. Remember, I'd sell mud if I knew how to make it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.